Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Helnon. He's one of the uh, employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And today, we're going to have Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV come on around 10.05, as usual, time slot and talk about Google and incognito mode. And we can talk a little bit more about that this, in this news segment as well. But it's going to be a full show here until 11 o'clock. So get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we're happy to do our best to help you with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns as usual. And as usual and customary, we always have technology news. And what you got there, Dennis, to talk about? Uh, what I've got is a cash grab that's now going on that involves Adobe. Adobe and, ca- Adobe, and cash the, grabs. Okay. The company that most people remember as the Adobe Reader people who make PDF readers. Right. They also make a lot of graphic design software, and it's good stuff, and it's widely used throughout the industry. It's yes. It's probably the standard mm-hmm. for everything. Now, for many years, they have included in their products something called Pantone color matching. Mm-hmm. And Pantone is a separate company from Adobe that creates uh, color standards for things. Right. Uh, and we were talking off the air about the color of the lettering in the tab logo. Right. Is a, that's a particular uh, Pantone number. Right, or here on the um, the flags, the and mic the flags. Fla- mic flags, they probably have Pantone numbers for all the colors in there. Right. And what that does is allows you as a graphic designer to specify that something has a Pantone color. And right. then you can ask, you know, the people that make the flags to print it with the proper color. Right. You can have embroidered the proper color. You can have, uh, you know, printed documents that have the proper color. Right. You get consistency in your and, logo. And it crosses everything. Right. Everything that can be produced has a Pantone assignment and it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And it's a brilliant way to handle the problem of colors in different media. Well, all they did okay. was take a color and put a number to it. Right. I mean, I say all they did. Somebody well, had a great idea. Well, they also create the standards for how to mix that color. Oh, so okay. Pantone has, well, like Yukon's blue, I think is Pantone 389. Okay. And they also have, they have also researched how to produce that with process colors uh, and in spot colors, which are just single inks, which have that 
they, they're the ones that produce all that. And it allows all of these different media to be able to look the same. Makes sense. All right? Yeah. And so a lot of graphic designers are using Pantone colors in, in their objects. Yeah. Well, there seems to be some kind of a breakdown in the licensing between Adobe and the Pantone company. Uh-oh. Pantone company now wants to get $15 a month in order for graphic designers to continue using their colors in their designs. And they and people thought Elon was crazy, but we won't go there. And <laughs> for me, the curious thing is there must have been some kind of a licensing agreement between the two companies all these decades because right. Adobe's Adobe products have had them forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there must have been some kind of a breakdown. Right. I don't know how, when, or why. Uh, the upshot of it is, is that in the more recent versions of their products like Photoshop and Illustrator. Um, Adobe is pulling support for Pantone colors unless you've paid for that subscription. Right. And they are replacing Pantone colored objects with black. So, and yeah. it looks like they're actually removing the Pantone object information for all the different objects inside the file so that what you see is black, and it doesn't even tell you that you had previously assigned a, a color number to it. You did all it's the work. Just black. You spent all your time using the tool, and then this change happens, and it's like no soup for you unless unless, unless you, you pay fifteen bucks. Hey, yeah. Now that doesn't seem right to me. No. And <laughs> as a matter of fact, the the um, the parallel that you drew off the air was ransomware. Ransomware, it, if they're, they're, they're ransoming your work. If you don't pay right. 15 bucks a month, you can't have your work back that you already did <laughs> using the tool you already paid for. Right. And this is the thing with these EULAs, these, these license agreements and, and the software is pretty much you can use the software. It is as is. If you don't like it and we make a change on you, we don't care. It's, you're, here's, you're stuck with it. This is what you agree to. Take it or leave it. It's literally the soup Nazi. It literally is. No soup for you. And You, you didn't t- order the soup properly. No soup for you. Same thing. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize is how expensive these Adobe products are to begin with. Yeah. And it's a subscription. There are graphic designers that are spending hundreds of dollars a year just to have the software. Right. And now to have this happen. And now they've got to pay $15 a month or $90 a year. Right. They, they're giving you a discount mm-hmm. at $90 a year. Wow. Oh, what a break. It's still $90 a year on top of hundreds that you've been spending right. with Adobe. And, of course, I mean, hopefully the folks at Webster Dictionary aren't listening to us because they're oh. going to be like, wait a minute. You want to <laughs> you use our words in your, in your Word document? You need to pay $15 a month to use the English language. Uh, yeah, here it's coming, guys. Oh, it's terrible. So we'll put that link up for you. You can read that. If you're a graphic designer, you're probably already aware of it. Oh, you're yeah. $15 a month lighter. In other news, and we'll talk about it with Wes a little bit, uh, this is pretty much uh, serious uh, front page type news here. Google execs new incognito mode failed to protect privacy in a lawsuit. So the lawsuit was allowed to progress. There's like a $5 billion class action lawsuit. Um, and, and Google's not happy about it, obviously. That basically, it talks about the fact that you have the word incognito mode. And when you're using uh, the Chrome browser, you can go into incognito mode uh, and you think it's more private. And well, you would, wouldn't you? With a name like that. You're going incognito, right? Yeah. With a name like that, it has to be private. Uh, kind of like autopilot in a Tesla, but we won't go there. Um, 
So incognito <laughs> mode, you're in there and you're surfing away and you're doing all sorts of things that you don't, you think your business, your company you work for is never going to see that you're doing. You think that, you know, you're, you're all, you know, secret and, and, you know, completely private, but it's not true. Um, incognito mode doesn't really get you that privacy you thought it was getting you. And, uh, they're being sued for that. And again, you use the word incognito. You're gonna you're gonna have to find yourself in a situation like this. Yeah. So we're gonna talk with Wes at ten uh, ten o five a little bit about the reasons browsers really aren't gonna offer you that privacy. And even though they've told you you are private, you're really not. And uh, we'll put a link up here to this as a Computer World uh, article that kind of explains the whole situation. But this is again, if you're and doing anything digitally, don't. It's almost not. It's, it's guaranteed not to be private, really. Right. Um, you're very trackable, traceable, and uh, heck, even even Bitcoin, the the money everyone thought wasn't really traceable, we're finding that it is more traceable than you thought. Oh, too. it's very traceable. So the key there might be a future of at least maybe policing it to the point where we can get your fake money back uh, or back away from the bad guys. And we'll see what happens there too. But this is interesting. Hopefully, I kind of think that Google needs to get smacked around a little bit um, uh, for this type of stuff. And there's plenty of other privacy issues with Google that we talked about. You know, your Gmail accounts, they're reading your Gmail just to make sure they could market to you. Right. Why should they be reading your Gmail? Well, they're like, hey, this is free. If you don't want to use the service, don't use our mailbox. Right. Um, so we'll put this link up here for you guys to take a look at. What else you got there, Dennis? I have an interesting use for AI technology again. Oh, well, let's play something. Um, we actually have this queued up yeah. a little bit. Why don't you guys listen to this? So this that that tune is well that tune is by it's a cover of Dolly Parton's Jolene obviously right. yeah. um, by an artist who actually generated an AI voice right and then had that AI voice sing the song in that in, in that, that way. in that what we just heard so just think about it. You don't even need you know you no one has to get the singer coffee. You don't have to worry about the air conditioning in the studio. You don't have to worry about whatever they're having as an artistic breakdown. You just turn on the AI and let it go. <laughs> All right? Who needs it's, who needs artists anymore? We already had the AI artists well, that right. were making paintings. Right. And they were actually winning contests. Right. Now and we have, making making real artists angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're gonna sound like that, I mean you would never know. She's even breathy. You can even hear the it's yeah. it's it's so real. Uh, it is welcome to the future, I guess. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 almost frightening. It is a little bit, um, but if they sound good, I mean, that's the, I guess that's the question. We're, are we going to have like realists versus AIists or artificialists who are going to be like, I, you know, I, I refuse to listen to anything that is computer generated? Are we going to start having those types of discussions or well, those types of camps? Or are we just going to enjoy the art? It kind of reminds me of the colorizing movement back in the 80s and 90s where black and white movies were colorized. Right. And there were a whole bunch of people that were like, up in arms. I'm not watching that. I yeah. can't handle that. No, yeah. that's, a, that's terrible. What are they doing to what was great? That's true. That's true. What else you got, Dennis, before we got a couple minutes? Oh, one more thing. Yeah. British government mm -hmm. is now scanning all internet-facing machines in the U.K., 
for vulnerabilities. Like footholds and, and, and any kind of thing that a bad guy might have left on right, the server. Or, you know, you don't have a proper version of OpenSSL on a server or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and um, what's nice about what they've done is they've got a page uh, that they've posted where they disclose where their probes are coming from mm-hmm. and what kinds of HTTP headers are used in their requests. Right. So if you have a web server in England, let's say, yeah, you can go in your logs and you can know when this occurred and then you can take those out so it doesn't alter your statistics if, if you're analyzing your web traffic. Right. And, and you would be... It's kind of on the up and up, assuming that that's what they're doing. So that's, that's as far as they're going. The FBI, the <laughs> yep. F- yeah, they did the, it for us, right? For this country during the Exchange debacle that is Microsoft, uh, where we all found out that every flavor of Exchange had all sorts of holes in it, dating back to the original version. Because all Microsoft oh. does is retread the same garbage oh, over and, and over again. And the holes, if you th- remember, those yeah. holes were all by design. I know. They were designed in as a feature. And so oh. the FBI would then say, hey, by the way, you know, you have this vulnerability. I uh, just want to make sure you know that. Make sure you patch it up. And that's thousands of and thousands of servers because 50 percent, just so you know, 50 percent of the companies these, day, these days still use Exchange on-prem. And the other half use 365. However, there's so many hybrid configurations of 365 that even the folks who are using 365, you may not realize it, but you still have an Exchange server on site. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah. keep that in mind. If you do have Exchange on site and 365, ask yourself why. Yeah, that shouldn't be there. You shouldn't have it. As far as no. I'm concerned, if you're going to 365, no. go all the way. No, you know? I agree. I mean, if if you're if you are offloading your email to the cloud, right. offload it. So be done. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Four lines wide open for you. 860-522-9842. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you right now. 860-522-9842. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. And our buddy Jeff from South Carolina is checking in. Let's see what's going on down there in South Carolina. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? How you? How y'all doing? Yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. So, uh, what's yeah, what's going on down there? Yeah, yeah. I want to thank you for the reference. Uh, remember I told you I was going to school. Um, uh, South Carolina was offering these scholarships and everything. Yeah. And uh, uh, I got a, a job. Well, it's with a system tech, but it's like a project that they have going around changing out the. Uh, going around changing out the uh, uh, Apple machine, the machines when you go and you swipe your Apple car, your, yeah. your, your Visa or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they had me doing that. Well, that's cool. Uh, they did call me, Jeff. They did? They did. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I told yeah. them, I'm like, Jeff's a good guy. Just give him a chance. Uh, and I'm glad they yeah. did. Yeah, I'm glad they did, too. I mean... <laughs> I was trying to do that resume, then uh, they were saying, okay, we got to send this back, send this back. I said, okay, y'all want my resume? Man, I put a resume on them, uh, it looked like a novel, but uh, yeah. they hired me anyway. Well, that's great. But uh, I, I went to Midland Tech, and I sat down with a counselor, and he helped me uh, narrow it down. And Hey, I, I just want to thank you guys. I didn't think it was going to work, man, you know, having a radio talk show host uh, as a reference. You know, <laughs> it's, fu- it's funny, Jeff. I just, I just, uh, you know, 
All I said was you, you, you've called in for many years and you're a veteran and you sound like a sincere person. And I said, it's, it's probably worth giving him a chance. You know, that's all I know right. you by is the occasional call in over the years. And I was honest with him about that. Yeah. And, and you, you, d- you obviously have some tech know how too. you do. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. It was kind of, at first it was kind of difficult because I had to, uh, you know, it was online courses and, uh, Changing uh, uh, their machines that they had, I had to hook up the new machine, run a test, and then once the test passed, I just hooked their machine back up. Now they should be on the new machine because they were supposed to move it over to uh, the third of October. Yep. So, uh, hey, that was you know that was good. I said, man, this is a good experience I'm getting. I said, and and it works, you know. That's a good program that uh, South Carolina have for for people to get jobs, quick jobs. Right. There's lots of work out there, and the question is how to find it, you know, and who to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's another thing that I was going to tell you about. Yeah. Uh, It was like, uh, what do you call a belt that's made out of watches? Belt that's made out of watches. Uh, what do you call a belt that's it's made a out of watches? Timing belt. No, not quite. Well, then I have no idea, Jeff. You call it a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> that's better than a timing belt, that's for sure. Yeah, we got that one. Yeah. We got that one. Well, Jeff, yeah, you got that one. <laughs> we appreciate you checking in from South Carolina. I'm so happy it worked out. I was. I'm happy I could have been any part in that because you. You're you're a good guy, and I hope you continue to get out there and do some IT work because we need more geeks out there. We definitely need more geeks. So we got one more working out there, which is awesome. So thanks for checking in, Jeff. All right. Yeah, have a good day. You too. Wow, that's great news. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV will be joining us. He'll be talking a little bit about how to become a geek because that's his job. And we'll talk about... Uh, how incognito mode may not be as private as you thought it was and how Google is maybe going to get sued for it, which is fine by me. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And then uh, at 10.05, we're going to have Wes come in from IT Pro TV, and he'll be talking a little bit about incognito mode. But you guys, four lines wide open, 860-522-9842 is the number. Happy to have you guys on the show. And we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about when it comes to technology. I was successful in swapping out all my smoke detectors, I'll have you know. And they all work, I think. (laughs) <laughs> you think there's a little green a little green light says they're all working um so i'm very uh, happy about that i highly recommend if your if your detectors are over 10 years old you got to think about replacing them you know you fall back you're supposed to change your batteries in these things now you can get a 10-year battery right? right right change them out all right so as we wait for your calls uh, and dennis and i don't want to talk about our kids or our cats we're going to go on to uh some more technology news and windows 11 it runs on fewer than one hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In six PCs. So just 15.44% of PCs across the globe have installed Windows 11, meaning it gained 1.83% um, points in a month, which is fine. It's getting a little little traction there. But that, that compares to the 71.29% running Windows 10. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Windows 7, believe it or not, which we still see in our client base, which is a huge risk, people. Yeah, don't do it. Windows 7 is on a tenuous grip uh, in third place with 9.61%. Windows 8.1 is in fourth with 2.45%, and plain old Windows 8 with 0.69%, which is half a percentage point there, a little bit more than that. And then Windows XP. Oh, really? 0.39%. So it's still running. So if you're running Windows 7 or older, you are definitely at a security risk, especially for business. Uh, I know sometimes, and both Dennis and I were talking about this off the air, you're stuck having to run some of these old operating systems, especially for your machine shop systems or your or your laser welding systems, because to put in a new system is $100,000 plus. Well, well usually cost, there's usually both a hardware and a software cost, and yeah. it, the two of them just add up to a lot of money. Right. And you're a like, lot of money. You're like, I can still make my parts and I can still do my welds with, with the old XP machine. And so we understand that, but it's a, it's a risk. Yeah. And if you keep it offline, yeah. then and as long as it can keep functioning, why not? Exactly. In total, Microsoft Windows, and this has been the case forever, has almost 76% of the global desktop OS market. And that's followed by OS X which is 15.7%. It's funny how OS 10 is still OS 10 ever since we started the program t- almost 30 years ago. It's been OS 10. Well, <laughs> right? That's true. Well, actually it's OS 12 now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is it OS 12? All right. Yeah. OS 10's got 15 They're only talking about OS 10, 15.7% of the market and Linux or Linux or however you say it or play it, uh, it has 2.6%. Um that's kind of interesting if you think about it. Cool. So again, the bad guys are only writing for Windows. Mostly. Biggest part right. of the market. Right. And uh, the only time that um, you really hear about, you know, either Apple or Linux viruses or malware going out, you also hear that the same payload runs on Windows. So they've they've written a cross-operating system uh, exploit. That's like and next that's, that's next level script kitty. Right. But that's that <laughs> seems to be where where most of that comes from in the Linux and Mac OS world. Gotcha. And then 
Android, of course, our favorite Google operating system, compromised 40, compri is comprised, not compromised. It's, the, it's right into my head. <laughs> Android comprised 42.37% of the total operating systems, period. All, wow. all of them. Yeah, that's a huge amount. That's um, enormous. With Windows trailing now 30.11%, and iOS is only 17%, guys, sorry. Hmm. And OS 10 or 12, as Dennis says, is 6.24%. So again, my, uh, Android has come, come through with gangbusters. You know, Google watched Microsoft and said, oh, how do you get the most operating systems on your systems? Oh, you give it away for free. Oh, okay. And uh, that's why we have Android at 42.37%. It may not be the better operating system, but it's the cheaper one. So these numbers are kind of interesting. Windows 11 is, you know, Microsoft wants you to go there. Windows 10 is supposed to be out of support in 2025. Um, but again, like all things, nobody wants to be the first person on the block to run Windows 11, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Microsoft has made everybody very cautious. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a, so. a year ago when it came out, what were people asking us? Do you, should we upgrade? And what right. were we saying? No. No. Wait. Hold off. But you will be stuck with it on many new laptops might be coming through with Windows 11, especially consumer level stuff. You can well, choose it in the business grade. Yeah. M even most of the business computers that I've been seeing that are new are coming with 11. Yeah. So you're going to find that an issue. And the, uh, the other issue that always comes along with that is so your office suite may not work. All right. Your old office suite may not work on your new Windows 11 machine that you're having to upgrade or do a, a subscription. Um it's all planned obsolescence, if I'm saying right. anything, that's how it all works. What, what I saw just a few weeks ago was somebody replaced a Windows 7 computer with Office 2010. Mm, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can't use she went to Windows 11, and she's trying to get 2010 installed, and it doesn't work. Right. And yeah. we had to get her... A new version. New office and like a new version of Office. Right. So that's the that's the snag here. Is like Microsoft is like, okay, no, no, we're not gonna let you do this. And they they kind of work with the manufacturers too, because the the limitations of of the hardware running Windows eleven is ridiculous. You know, the right. certain generation of processors won't work and Yeah, certain generations and also a TPM two capability is required. Which is good for security. It is, but I can't really think of anything that would cause the basic operating system to not run correctly if you have instead, say, TPM 1.2. Right. Right. I, 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 I don't know why that barrier is there. It just isn't very logical. Well, it's because they can do it. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that would be the logic. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Gates is sitting there saying, "Hey, uh, we need to make some, sell some more systems. Uh, let's go ahead and force the Wait, obsolescence." Bill on. Gates doesn't work there I anymore. Know. You're talking about uh, Satella. Yeah, whatever his name is. The same or idea. Satya Nutella, sorry. I wouldn't have been able to pronounce it, so I went to Gates. Uh, <laughs> the idea, though, is that they want to get that planned obsolescence in there. And, and then as IT people, right, we didn't get into this business to sell Microsoft. We didn't. No. We got, our business is to help our, our clients' companies succeed. We're just there to help them succeed, and we happen to have to, to work on the platforms that they use to, to, to succeed. And um, you know, if, if Novell was still here and it was a thing, it was competitive, we would happily quote an alternative to Microsoft and, and put that in place. Um, 
if it's the better mousetrap, right? The problem is it was the more expensive mousetrap. Right. And finally went away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then as in the case of Apple, Apple only has 15.7% of the total market. Still, over yeah. the many years that we've been doing this show, it's always had a small percentage of the market. Now, maybe it's doubled its size in the 30 years that we've done this show, nearly 30 years, but 15% is really nothing. And it's because it's so expensive. It's a it, Many Apple people will say it's a superior product. Well, in a lot of ways it is. Yeah. But speaking just for myself, I'm a, I'm a guy who, who's owned Apple computers for a long time. Yeah. When it was time to buy a new one, I didn't get one. Right. I, I just can't justify the money anymore. You got anymore. A, a tab Maserati. I do. Oh, <laughs> holy mackerel, is that thing ever great. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it cost them half as much as it would have for the... For the Apple equivalent, so that's yeah. another reason. You Absolutely, did it. that same computer. You're right; it would have been almost twice as much money. Yeah. So, you know, we're all kind of stuck in this. The question is, can this planned obsolescence continue? Like we just watched Adobe literally withdraw the ability to look at color. Uh, we've got car <laughs> manufacturers that want you to buy. Like BMW is going to start selling you a vehicle, right? And you have to pay a subscription to have the heated the heated steering wheel or even heated seats. <laughs> In the car you just bought. Um, Tesla is known for this, too, where let's say the guy bought his Tesla configuration and he didn't pay for the extended battery. By the way, the extended battery is in the car. Right. Um, But he didn't pay for that key to unlock the extended battery. Um, But somehow it was unlocked as a feature. And he sells it, right, to the the next unsuspecting buyer. And and then Tesla goes back and does a quick check on its licensing and says, oh, no, we're going to turn that off for you. That guy never bought that feature you want it it's going to cost you x number of thousands of dollars this is crazy this is really getting crazy as it is your people are doing you know 60 month car loans or 72 month car loans you may as well just call it a mortgage on your car these days right. um and then they're going to start licensing a heated seat or a heated steering wheel because they can and over the air somebody's going to say no heated steering wheel steering wheel for you <laughs> just disconnect it <laughs> i mean it shouldn't be a thing um but that's where we're going, and I don't know that it's. I don't think that it makes a lot of healthy sense to go that way. No, um, it doesn't. I mean, there should be some sort of consumer watchdog that kind of prevents that. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Four lines wide open. I'm not sure where any of you guys are, um, but we're here. A couple of pasty white computer geeks in the studio. If you want to see that, we're over at WTIC's Facebook page. You can check us out there. Get online. Send us a question right there. We'll go check that out during the break, and uh, you can email us at gethelp@tabinc.com. Your question as well. Uh, So plenty of ways to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. And then uh, Dr. Alessio came in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Um, But for now, we're here. Four lines open. 860-522-9842. On occasion, we do find that all computer problems in the state have been solved, which is nice. It's great to see that finally happening. Yeah. Um, but if you do have a computer issue, we're happy to try, try to help you out with it. 860-522-9842 is the number. So what else you got going on there, Dennis, you want to bring up? Oh, this is this is almost frightening. Yeah. Uh, researchers have figured out how to use a drone with Wi-Fi in it yep. to find and locate devices through walls. Okay. Uh, and it, it operates at a very low level, so it's not like they have to be able to attach to a network first or anything like that. It's just using the latent Wi-Fi signals that pass between different devices 
to and be able to pinpoint it's, and another it's being device. able to pinpoint them behind a wall. Oh yeah. So what are they going to use this for? <laughs> um, Can I'll you say leave. Bond, James Bond? Um, I mean, probably there are many uses for it. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Um, but again, these signals are out there, right? So your your Wi-Fi right. device has its own little broadcast signal. So that it must be that the drone is able to pick up these disparate signals, hone yeah, in on them. It, it is, and and the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi protocol is designed so that devices do this. They pull each other mm-hmm. just to see, oh, okay, what are you? What are you? What are you? Uh, what do I do with you? What do I do with you? Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about this. But, hey, you're uh, an access point that I recognize, and I can log into you. Right. Isn't and that how AirTags work? Kind of, they, they use it through mm-hmm. Bluetooth. AirTags, yeah. they, don't, they don't actually connect to a network and say – they don't get onto no. a cellular network and say, hey, I'm here – they try to find all the Bluetooth devices within their proximity, right? right. And they sniff out that Bluetooth it's, and then say, "Hey, I am around this spot." Yeah, it's it's all it's all hat. Well, that they call ad hoc transmission, right? And so you're yeah. participating, and as a just a human within range of that AirTag, in allowing it to be found mm-hmm. just by simply being part of that network, right? That's scary and, if you think that, about it. And that that ability has to be there, otherwise devices wouldn't be able to communicate with each other. Well, think about it. That's I mean, true. They're always there saying, "Hey, be, I'm here." There I'm has here. to be some kind of latent or ambient something going on. Mm. Otherwise, nothing's ever going to connect. Yeah, wouldn't, that doesn't sound that secure, though, Dennis. Wouldn't you rather? Uh. <laughs> so, like, so the way a firewall works is that you lock it, you you turn off, you know, all access, and then you allow IP addresses that you want to connect well, to. That Bluetooth could work that wh- way. Well, a lot of a lot of devices with Bluetooth operate where they're discoverable only under certain conditions, like when you when you hit a discover button or something like that. Right, but yeah. in the case of the AirTags. The air tags the don't Bluetooth. have any controls, so they're just, yeah, and it's it's a sovereign device, so right. it just does what it does. And it has nothing to do with the article, but I was just kind of brought it up. Let's go to Tom and Winstead. Now you guys are all waking up. What's happening, Tom? Uh, good morning. Yes, uh, I had a problem with the computer last night. The, uh, a pop-up came up, the big box that uh, detected a Trojan spyware, and okay. it had a Microsoft number. Oh, no. Go ahead and say what it said, Tom, so we can say no quickly. But go ahead. What was the number? You had a number that came up and said, call this number, right, to get help? One. Eight. Don't don't give the number, but you had a number, right? But I wonder if it was real or not. The, uh, it's fake. It says Windows Defense Smart. Yeah. And there was a Trojan spyware detected. Right. That's fake. So that's there to scare you into calling them, literally calling the bad guys. Yes. So you know that, right? Right. I shut the computer off. All right. So you have what's called a browser hijack, right? You went surfing somewhere, and while you went surfing, uh, the payload for that display on your screen there was delivered to you. All right? So it's called a browser hijack. You can just clear your cache, and that probably will take care of it, but maybe not. How do you clear your cache? Want to give them some uh, advice there? What kind of a browser are you using? Uh, Google. All right, using the beach right. ball. What you're going to do is click on the little uh, three-dot menu up at the top right of the window. Yes, yeah. And you're going to click Settings. Yep. 
You're then at the top of that box. Just type the word cash. Okay. Yeah. And it should give you several options, and one of them will be, um, let's see here. What does it call it now? <laughs> they keep changing it. They do. Uh, clear browsing data. How am I going to get there if the computer won't open up? It will. Your computer will open up. It's a fake. There's nothing um, stopping your computer. It's oh, just, I see. Okay. You, it's just a fake thing trying to scare you. Ah, it certainly did. It does, oh, right? And, yeah. And this is a common thing uh, out there, guys. So please listen to what Tom has gone through. Anytime you see a phone number yeah. for this or... If you see something where they sent you an invoice, and, and curiously, they make the phone number so large on the invoice to actually figure out how to get a credit. If this invoice was sent in error, oops, yeah. oops, the, here's a big <laughs> number for you to call, and we'll help you you know, get that invoice cleared up. Oh, it's all man. fake. It's all fake. So no companies are not that nice, right? I don't do any banking or any buying. Just buy from uh, Amazon once in a while, but otherwise I'd never use the computer for Purchasing most everything, yeah. Yeah, yep. So in this case, you just surfed somewhere that, that brought you this hijack. So the cash thing doesn't work, then you could have malware on your on your machine that might want to deliver it, and that would be like a tool like malware bytes to try to run it. But well, the other thing that you could do is use an uh, a third party tool to clear the browser cache, and one of those would be CCleaner. Cleaner. Sea cleaner. We'll put a link up there for you. Only, yeah. only use it if you find you need to. Right. Only use it if it's if you have to, and only use what's called the portable version. Okay. Don't install Sea Cleaner on your computer because it will. It's not harmful, but it will keep throwing up notifications, nagging you to buy this and sign up for that. Right. And go get that. It, it's just kind of a. Annoyance. It's a free nagware that that does do a do a function. Right, but if you just uh, open up the portable version, save the files somewhere, and then run it from there, it'll be clean. It, it won't mess up your computer and it won't nag you. But do understand, Tom, you could reget this hijack again just by surfing wherever you surfed right. again. Yeah, I was looking at restaurants and it. <laughs> yeah. Bad, yeah. yeah, you spell restaurant wrong, you're in big trouble, right? That can happen. There's actually all sorts of methods these bad guys use to try yeah. to deliver the payload. Um, that's kind of like called uh, squatting. What's it called? Um, typo squatting. Typo squatting, yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. This is not a thing to worry about, but please never call the number ever, 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 ever. No, I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I know. They can be pretty tricksy, though. Yeah, I, do, I sometimes I check with the police department. They find out the numbers for me. And if they're legitimate or not. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. The, the cops have been hit with enough ransomware themselves. They probably have been, are, are finally aware of it because there's police departments that have been encrypted like crazy quite often. It's not only for the computer, but for other sources, too. Say that again? It's for other sources, I get these phone numbers and I try to take them for selling stuff and whatnot. Yeah, they try to sell you some fake stuff. But yeah. thank you for calling in, Tom, and letting people know. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. your help. Our pleasure. All right, guys. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. You guys called, but um, we have Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV coming on at 10.05. So Bob in Southington, Ken in Torrington, if you can wait through that segment coming back after the news, we're happy to help you. Or you can drop off and then call back in after Wes is done and we'll help you then. But uh, we'll be here at 11 o'clock. Wes Bryan's up next from IT Pro TV. We'll talk about incognito mode, quote-unquote, private browsing. Yeah, right. We'll be right back. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.